Porque no. Porque no. Ay, no. Madison, we're trying to do a, uh, do a serious yeah, podcast. Could you calm here. down, please? Squeaking chairs. Quiet down. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Especially with a squeaky chair. The sound alone grants the E the next to our title. To a serious podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're being serious. No, we're why? not. We're not serious. We're serious no. about. We're not serious until I say greetings and salutations and welcome once again to the Capeless Crusaders live at the time from the safe house. My name is, of course, David Barry at Dr. Barry on varying social media platforms. I am joined this evening by a full crew of fools. Mm. What? Yes. We're on this wacky ship and... <laughs> Um, do I get to bail us out? Mm-hmm. Why are you doing the slave the slave song? I'm on a ship. So we're not pirates? You know, I'm I thought Spartacus. we were pirates. <laughs> Was that from that? Yeah, baby. It might have been. I'm not good at movies. <laughs> might have been. Oh, my, f- me? my friend, introduce yourself. Ah, hello, this is Manderson, aka Son of Mander, and I don't social media anymore, so I'm going to toss it on over. To the dame of the group. Because I'm still not titled officially by England, but this is Amy. You can find me at iJaneURobot on the varying social media, and I make up for what Manderson lacks, mostly in lady stuff. I'm going to go this way because there's a interesting picture that's being circulated around our non-circular table, but to my, what is my, this hand, the right? To the right. Turn around. This is the Azorian one, Anthony Steves. Fresh off of still talking about how much you thoroughly loved Stranger Things season three. Ending story. <laughs> Dusty Bun. Yeah, Susie Poo. I think that was sorry. Fucking I had phenomenal. To. It was God. That, that was, was so, good. so good. That episode eight is a masterpiece. I'm it just was, saying, it was a masterpiece. Yeah. We, oh. Have you have you watched Dude. the other seasons? I've watched one and two. Yes. Okay. okay. Good. Wait, it's have you like, not got onto three? Things, there's a couple things in front of it right now that I'm but, watching. So, but there's so much about Scoops Ahoy and uh, Operation Child and Endangerment. The, the, the night when I realized, hey, that, that actress sounds a lot like Uma Thurman. I wonder if she—that's her daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Took about episode seven for me to finally look it up. <laughs> I'll do that in a month yeah. when yeah. I get there. Yeah, Maya Hawk, the daughter of Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawk. Maya Hawk. Mm-hmm. Maya Hawk. Not what your, is it? Not your no. I'm just saying not oh, your okay. typical eighth grade sleepover. We're gonna prank call people and be like, "Hi, is, is Mike Hawk there? <laughs> Trying to get a hold of Mike Hawk?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maya, Maya, Maya Hawk. It's not or, Maya. Or is, or is Mr. Jazz it's Maya there? Hawk. Hugh, Hugh Jazz. Got <laughs> a call for Hugh Jazz. Anyway, it's just like it's it's Diaria. So if you haven't yet, Stranger Things three <laughs> is fabulous. Go Please go do. watch it now on Netflix. We're not being paid, but... We're not. We we just got (laughs) off track because it's a lovely, lovely topic. But tonight's topic... Uh, Tonight's topic is a big one. It's going to be a two-parter, if not a three-parter, depending... Oh. Oh. A trilogy. Oh, my. Yeah, let's see how much we fucking get (laughs) for this one at this point. I mean, God, we've already been recording for... 15 minutes. It's not like our first... Too long. It's like our first Avengers Endgame episode only covered the first 10 minutes. That's... fucking accurate we were just like oh remember that remember that scene eight minutes in we, what about nine minutes we were chris farley on saturday night live Aww. remember remember when you did that scene that was that was awesome remember <laughs> when you when you when you played with the beatles <laughs> yes yes i do that was that, cool that was cool that's what we were that was yeah, our first that's event that's, that's actually like half of our fucking episodes we're like hey 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 remember when cap did that thing. the hammer and oh. we're like he's worthy that was he's awesome worthy. that was awesome 
Um, anyway, we are your number one. Yes. Yes. Podcast for anything yeah, comic son. book related. Confidence. Confidence. Exactly. The kids call it big dick energy. Yes. There's a couple of groups. Or if you're yeah, actually they well, do. Let me write that one down. <laughs> I'm going to use that one tomorrow at work. Un- underneath, underneath lit. You can <laughs> and fleek. Lit, fleek. Don't forget fleek. Lit fam. Lit fam. Be dripping. Oh, shoot. He brought a kick. Sorry, what was the one again? Kicks be big dripping. dick energy. Big dick energy. Big, yeah. big, big and, dick and, energy. And, and, and yah ye. Okay. Yeah, yeah, oh, the yagi yeah. is. Yeah, when, when you when you want to yeet something across yeah. the room. Yeah, and yeah. Yeet. yeah. Not, uh, to no, confu- yeah not to be confused. Yeah, not, not to be confused yeet. with the dab. I-E. And oh, not to be confused okay, with yeah. the dab yeet. because when you yeet, we have, y- you have y- similar. Y-E-T. Right. Yeet. Yeet. Yeah. It's like you can't To the window and to the wall. And to the Now that we've all been 30-something white people, I think we've met the quota on that for the night. We did. Check. Check. Wait, I thought Steve's was in his 40s. You son of a bitch. Oh, you... Oh, 37. Leave me alone. And now the world knows. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> I joke because I always thought I was older than you. And you're like, nah, I'm, no, I'm the old man. Oh, so in yeah. other words, he looks younger than you. That's that's encouraging. I appreciate that. We talk about comic books. <laughs> we, we do talk do. about things related to comic books. We do. Heavy topics like can a hero exist without a villain, which we're going to get into tonight and continue on into next week. Uh, we also talk about things like San Diego Comic Con, which is yes. going to be coming up. None of us will be going. because What's that? I have people that are going that I can be like, hey, send me pictures and then this, uh, this sell some. Cut, take two. We, we, the sell <laughs> signal will be terrible over there, so I'm going to get everything after it's already happened. So when they meet Todd McFarlane, because they will meet Todd McFarlane, I will cry softly into my pillow. We also have an. A, a, You're a, gonna cry. Yes. You're gonna cry. Hey, remember. <laughs> You're gonna remember cry. that thing that Spawn we're supposed man, to boy. remember. You're gonna cry. I, I have three long boxes with nearly three hundred <laughs> issues of Todd McFarlane's Spawn, along with two shelves of Todd McFarlane's Spawn. I think he likes him. Figures. I think he likes him. He's not Just joking. a little bit. Not a lot, baby girl. Just a little bit. He even quotes John Leguizamo. He does. But side note, were you going to give from me those movie? things so that I could from pass Spawn. on the things <laughs> yeah. so that we could do that? Thing? Oh, okay. I thought you were going to go from Chef. I really like his lines of Chef. Yeah, too. Either one, either one. Yeah, it's a win. Yeah. It's a win. Yeah. Are you yeah. making the moho? What? <laughs> <laughs> what did you call him? <laughs> anyway, San Diego Comic Con. We do have also. Yeah, we do also have an ally who will be there and may snag some stuff for us. Ooh. Just, just. He's. The, you have an ally too. We we have an ally who will be there. Mm. He they he's nerdy. Is he on stuff? On, yes. <laughs> you guys are fucking ridiculous right now. <laughs> Just say Tom's going to be there. Tom's going to be there. Tom will be there. <laughs> Thomasina. Thumbelina. Thumbelina. But before we get to that, before we get to the news, before <gasps> yes. we get to our main topic, mm-hmm. we need to talk about something very important, and that is comic books. That is comic books that we are reading because we are a comic book-based podcast Allegedly, true. No, we, we officially are. Well, no, no. I'm saying we're, we're not allegedly. I mean, we're definitely the number one. I'm yeah, just yeah, saying yeah. It's allegedly. absolutely number one. Sometimes we don't talk about other things. And all over we the talked place about Good Omens, but technically that was a book. book technically, versus... words printed cross <laughs> mediums. Ex- indeed. Mediums. Do you know what? Do you know what we should do? Hey, mediums. We should we should circle that thing. We should go around something. Uh, I think you mean we should go around the horn. <gasps> 
I almost forgot. Well, damn it. Munch oh. moonshine. Oh <laughs> Bo, calm down. My oh. brain was like, yeah, it's a liquor. Say, where, where it's you, a liquor. Call it. With this? Why can't you remember what the liquor is called? Man, them uh-huh. boys are at it again. Moonshine. Yes. Oh, is it? It's going to be all old jokes tonight. It's all I do these days. All you do is old jokes? Old jokes or dad jokes? When we go around the horn, we go around the table in a circular fashion, except for the fact that we no longer have a circular table. We are pretty close right now. We're more of an oblong shape. Mm-hmm. Maybe a rhombus. A rhombus. We are rhombus. We're more of a rhombus. Uh, rhombus. We talk about what comic books we have been reading this week and which ones we think you should be checking out. So, I'm going to have a Steve's start us off because I see he's got a queued up there on his iPad. I do. He's been reading. I do. What do you got? Uh, special thanks because this book, comic, series has been mentioned on this show before mm-hmm. by Miss Amy to my okay. left. And then I was reminded about it by a friend of the show, and I started reading it and remembered that while I was reading it, oh, yes, this is the book Amy was reading. It is Criminal by Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips, colors by Jacob Phillips. But I throw that in there because it's on the second page. Um, Amy was right. This is a really intriguing story. I've only read the first issue, and it's up my alley because, like she said before, it involves former wrestlers in Japan who decide to perform a heist. And I mean, I'm, gonna, I'm repeating the same thing she said before, so I don't think I have I to think go into that. I don't remember that you can do it so much more dynamically because of your deep-seated love for wrestling that this is a necessity. It was the main event Sunday in Japan, 1950s. It was Mac... Oh, I forgot their names. Destroyer and Monster, whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> I can see you've connected with the characters. Yeah, deeply. I don't know if I've ever seen Sean Phillips the, work before. Yes, you have. But... It's Promise fantastic. It looks beautiful. I love the look he's, of it. He's great. Brubaker and Phillips do great work together. They, they do a lot of the. Do. A lot of their stuff is similar, mm-hmm. but you know, I mean, if the you know if it ain't broke, what's the word, Madison? Get a hammer. You don't <laughs> big return dick it. Confidence. <laughs> oh, big dick confidence, and not big dick energy. Big dick energy. <laughs> big big dick oh, confidence. Scratch it. No, oh, uh, no, no. What was that about, old man? Nah, just, what was that, old just, man? Just, just yeet your list across the room. <laughs> yeet it quickly. You're so not fleek, man. <sighs> that was so anyway. good, though. <laughs> yeah, carry on. But uh, no, it's 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 a. Are they are they, are they guy Jean? I assume. Ooh, yes, yes, yeah, yes. Gaijin. And they were. Gaijin is our foreign wrestlers. Okay. Yeah. Mac and his friend Sal, the demon of New Orleans. Ooh. I also found there's like, they Both have stuff. these names that sound like vintage old time wrestlers, but they like change the first name. Uh, yeah. Like Severin, they changed his first name in this one. Right. They, it's like a shout out without actually naming the actual yeah. person. Like Wrestling fans. Soul guy, Jackie Johnson. Exactly, right? Yeah. The, the, the Stone. Soul man, Rocky. The Stone. And, yeah. you know, what have you. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Rock, rock hard, Scott Dickerson. <laughs> that is big. That's crit. A porn star, actually. <laughs> rock hard, Scott Dickerson. No His move team. is the stunner. He kicks Ooh. you in the stomach. And, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> and kicks you in the then stomach. Then from there, it's about a twenty-minute scene. Uh, <laughs> but yes, it has a very crime noir with the wrestling undertone and who stole this and who has it now. It's very intriguing. I'm enjoying it. I'm going to start issue two after this episode. But yes, thank after you, Amy. You, after you drive home, after no, while, while, I'm, while I'm driving home. home, no, I can do it. It's fine. It's an iPad. It lights up. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> that is that is correct. That is that is how lights work. <laughs> that is how lights work. So yeah, there you go. Criminal by Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips and Jacob Phillips on the colors. Is that what I said before? Probably. 
Jacob Phillips. Color Jacob Phillips. Amy, what about you? Hey, oh, so, um, sorry, I got distracted by seeing a really t- shiny, shiny tiki mug. So I actually made it down to Empire's Comic Vault, located at 1120 Fulton Avenue. Sweet K. Crap, I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> to drop in and snag, actually, no, issue number 11 of Unnatural. Yeah. Not related to Supernatural. No. Okay. Unfortunately, there are no. Winchester uh, boys. Nope, and there's okay. no salt. Oh, well, okay. Not yet. It's still, still whatever. You know anthropomorphic animals that um, are fighting against their oppressive government to uh, be with who they love. Also image? Uh, yeah, nice, actually. Nice, and it's, uh, nice. I've talked about it re- before, but I'll do it again for the little short blurb. So, uh, Mirka Adolfo, here, take a look at it. She's originally Italian. Um, she published it She's no longer Italian. She... She changed. She converted. She converted to Irish. It's image. You can convert to whatever you need. Praise be the Todd Father. Bibbidi boobbidi to you bastard. There you go. Um, so uh, it was originally published in Italy. It was picked up by Image, taken stateside. It is a 12-issue limited run. It is mature content. Um, mature. Mature content. But So this issue, it's really ramping up. We're getting to the climax of the entire story. Our blue-haired, gorgeous pig Leslie is now fighting off the albino, who is a old-timey, crazy, possessive spirit that wants to inhabit her body and murder all of her friends. And there's nudity. There's lots of nudity. This one is actually mild on the nudity. But um, I'm really excited to see what the, t- the final issue turns out to be. And then, um, oh, so last week, we d- or last episode, actually, we did bring up Webtoons, which, much to Doc's chagrin, I was like, it's attached to, vi- uh, to Line. So you could still get it. But um, one of the comics that I was reading came back from hiatus. So they started a season two. They're called Gourmet Hound. Um, Shark Bait does. Ooh, ha, ha. Yes. She <laughs> absolutely adores this. And she's asking me for money so she can get the fast passes to read three episodes up. Nice. Um, but that one follows a girl named Lucy who ends up having to sell her grandmother's beloved culinary school. But next to the culinary school, there was a restaurant. And she's trying to find out what her last. Idiot. <laughs> not me. Sorry. <laughs> it was off. There's no camera. Sorry. So she's trying to Sorry. find out her last meal before her grandmother died or passed away and she had to sell off the culinary school. She's trying to find this one particular chef and there was this kitchen of like 17 or 18 chefs. And so she's going around literally hunting them down one by one to try their food to taste it. But she's just straight optimistic and there's lots of food mm. and there's lots of fun. Mm. And one of the chefs, he lost his sense of taste and he dyed his hair white because he lost a bet and his name is Graham, but she calls him Gramps and it's kind of cute and hilarious. So nice. Good hearted fun. Went from one spectrum to the other. Mandy. Well, yes. Ahoy. Scoops. Ahoy. Oh. <laughs> it was so good. So good. Did you read something? Yes. Were uh, you trapped in a bunker somewhere? Sorry, what? Were you trapped there. in the bunker somewhere? No. It maybe. was an elevator underneath the mall. <laughs> Stranger things, man. Come on. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I read a few things. Uh, I'm going to start with Dark Horse uh, recently Ooh. released, finally, into comic book stores, uh, Critical Role's Vox Machina Origins. <gasps> did. We were sold out. So, oh. yeah, I'm glad I walked in. And actually, I don't normally look around. I just normally go up. Hey, Ben, what's in the box? We chat for a little bit. <laughs> what's, in what's, in the the box? Box? what's in the box? What's in the fucking box? <laughs> Keep going. You got uh, this. Anyway, I walked around and I picked it up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to add this. I'm going to put this. Oh, dear. So I took her. I'm going to put this oh, into my uh, saver. So, so I, did. I took her pretty um, Anyway, it's, uh, if, if you're not aware, Critical Role is, a, is the D&D 
podcast slash Twitch stream. Mm. Like that's Merker. I I, I want to be Matthew Mercer when I grow up. Um, anyway, so he uh, partnered with a, uh, a writers from Dark Horse. Jody Hauser is the actual writer. He's the like the story architect. Yeah, sure, we'll go with that. Works. Um, and it's uh, it's pretty good so far. It uh, focuses on Grog, their barbarian, their idiot of a barbarian Goliath. Um, who is he idiot. sucked into a mirror? He uh, not in this one. That nah. I think that was one of their their that story was arcs. One of the so, stories. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's pretty like if you like D and D, you'll probably like this because it takes place in that world. It has a lot feel and stuff like that. Um, it's it's it was pretty good. Issue one is out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it's going to be a monthly for a six issue run. This is volume two. They already did one that was released as a digital only and then as a uh, a trade later. Um, I also. Uh, caught myself up on the Immortal Hulk uh, this ah. evening before coming in, and it is so good. Like I read pretty much, I read a lot of the Marvel comics, and it doesn't feel like a Marvel comic in a good way. Like it's it's very um, a little like it, ex- it it explores like the the what the psychology of the Hulk in a way that's kind of like trippy. It feels very horror-esque. Um, and it, it feels more like something that should be uh, at Image or something like that Vertigo. as opposed to, a, yeah, or something like that. That's that's not the mainstream Marvel, but it is so good. Um, nice. Al Ewing is the writer. He's done a fantastic job. Issue 21 comes out on Wednesday. Mm. It's currently sitting on the board. So uh, if you have not picked it up, pick it up. Um, the Hulk cannot die, basically. Currently. Um, currently yeah they actually kill him in, in issue 19 and uh betty ross as she red hulk or what do they mm-hmm. call her rips his heart out which then brings him back to life because he can't die so <laughs> it's pretty interesting but it's twist. fun to do yeah david it's hey. a twist what are you reading nothing <laughs> do you know what he's been reading the back of shampoo bottles hey. anyway moving lot, on lot of yeah. details there yeah that's it's good you got we got we news. got news. We got anything in the news? Yeah, we're gonna move, we're gonna move on to the news. <laughs> Insert news sound. What? The, what? Uh, the helicopter <laughs> pittered out. The helicopter. I was gonna take off, but it didn't. didn't uh, it take buttered. Off. And then I, yeah. I thought it took off a little bit. Stupid <laughs> propellers. In the news this week, uh, news. briefs. Not not too much. Not too much news. Not um, yet. First off. Officially announced via, um, I know it's, you know, Prime Day and whatever, but, uh, and Amazon fucking sucks, but Amazon Studios is producing cool stuff. So, um, yes. Paper Girls has <gasps> yes. been taken to series at Amazon, not just like a, hey, give us a pilot, like they want a series nice. of Paper Girls, they which again, kind of goes back to that conversation we were talking about, they, original content, like they just... If something is if something is popular somewhere, if it's a book, a comic, they want they want to make original content yep. right now. Yep, and that's just they don't care how much money money it costs. They're going for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, so we, no, not I didn't see too many other details about it, but we know uh, it's BKV, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brand Kavon. Um, so we'll see what happens when it comes to there. Nice. Yeah, yeah nice. it'll be good. I think it'll be, I think it'll be a fun series because it's very much like. It it came out around the same time as Stranger Things, and it was really easy to pitch to people. And it's basically just like, hey, instead of a group of kids in the 80s playing D&D, it's a group of kids in girls. a... Yeah, group of girls, paper girls. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and usually a male dominated dominated space these girls actually deliver your papers and smoke cigarettes and there happens to be oh i don't know aliens Oh, and time travelers. Yep, it's pretty sick. Amazon has good omens too, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, well, right. Yeah. Okay. Have you so, watched that yet? I haven't. What are you doing? Oh, yeah. Read good things about it. Stupid. You heard? If you say you heard good things about it, I'll He's too busy you read comics. <laughs> Whoa, I have read more comics than. Oh, okay. <laughs> don't, make, don't make me total. Do I have to go in there and show you the box? <laughs> What's in the, the box? box? Put you in the box. Um, so I took your pretty head. Yeah, I don't know if we talked about this. Did we talk about we? I don't think we talked about this last week. Um, we didn't. John Carpenter. Yes. No, you did not. Yes. Because this came out right One of my right two favorite directors of and all time. You know Do you know who John Carpenter is? Only because of his Steve's. Yes. I so, actually watched this and he just entertained with us. What'd you watch? I watched Halloween. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Halloween. you watched and you were like, this yeah. is hilarious. The is genius mind behind Halloween, The Fog, The Thing, the remake with Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. Uh, they Live. With, vampires. With Rowdy Roddy Piper. With Rowdy Roddy Piper, yes. John Carpenter is a horror genius, and he had not planned to become a horror genius, by the way, but he became one. So John Carpenter, yes, yeah, sorry, one of my favorites of all yeah. time. He's going to be writing, uh, he's going to be teaming up with um, another writer to produce um, Joker Year of the Villain. It's going to be, a, I think it's only going to be like a two-parter, but he, mm. no, it's a one-shot. He's going to be It's a one-shot, one shot 40, 40 pages. Yeah, so it's a big one. It's big, a, wow, a big one. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Um, and it's about, the, you know, this whole I think, idea right now with the Year of the Villain that DC's mm-hmm. got going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so I think that'll be cool. I mean, a fun one-shot. Uh, I've been interesting that how many people are pro this, but they're against, um, what's his name? I can't remember his name. We just talked about him. Him and his kid are going to be writing Spider-Man. He's a Oh, J.J. Abrams. Yeah, J.J. Abrams. Um, because... People were like, people were like, oh, well, you know, we're all we're all trying hard to get into comics, but then they're all like very happy that John Carpenter's doing. Of course, it. I'm like, like, what do you guys? What will make you happy? Exactly, black <laughs> black mermaid or like more true to story Mulan? What do you want? People, <laughs> what exactly what do, do you, you want? want? You don't. Disney know. doesn't know either. No, no one. Oh, knows. but it's John Carpenter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, they also could, right now they have uh, Tales of Science Fiction, which is curated by John Carpenter. That is a mm. multiple. Usually, they're short limited at five runs shot we have those in the store and nobody seems to be picking those up yep which is frustrating um and our last bit of news um (gasps) in a fun twist um scott snyder said he's gonna be done writing batman um and that is not true (laughs) they've got him again writing batman (laughs) this time it's gonna be for a a limited event Mm. gotcha (laughs) it's uh they're doing basically tales from the dark multiverse basically the multiverse that was introduced in dark knight's metal has become so popular um, so popular. Yeah, they're, they're, they want to keep going with it. So there's one... Disappointing. <laughs> you didn't like it? The Batman who laughs as a pop figure, for crying out sakes. Well, if that doesn't tell does. you the impact... Well, Madison's if that doesn't like, tell you the impact... It's fine. ...of that series on pop culture in and of itself, I mean... I wasn't... I, I bought the whole like the dark metal thing. I got, <laughs> I got them all. It was fine. There but, it is. But... <laughs> It's fine. I don't know. But it's fine. It was a really cool theory, but we had the, we had similar issues with the series. The series felt kind of hard to follow, kind of yeah, jumpy, and even with the tie-ins, it didn't really fill yeah, it in. That's that's not why I have a problem. I guess like sometimes I have a problem. It's like, oh, let's do dark stuff because dark stuff. That's dark a purpose to it. <laughs> and I have a Levine, and I'm sure there's going to be Canada. a purpose to it. But it just like I look at him like, huh? It, it it's it basically it's it's a way. We're going to be 100% honest in this regard. It's a way to retell classic stories and put another spin on them and make a buck off them again. And it could be entertaining, yeah. but it's also to make a buck off of them. Yeah. Because yeah. they are they are literally retelling classic events. Like the death of Superman mm-hmm. is going to be one of them they redo. What if he didn't come back? 
I think that's the point. Yeah. I think, and it's Lois just becomes like a hyper, like violent, vengeful superwoman. Ooh. And then um, the, the one that Snyder is going to be doing yeah. is Nightfall. So it's basically. Ooh, what if he didn't come back? Um, yes. Basically, Bruce Wayne never took back the mantle of the, it's uh, me too. Of the bat. Um, don't watch the video on the page. Sorry. Wait, there's me too where? No, it's on the, the video. Fighting me too. Shut up. Oh, <laughs> I got excited. Um, but basically, um, Azriel, who took over for a short period of time, basically fully takes over and becomes like a dictator. Um, and now Gotham has become this terrible um, like prison city, basically. And the... Uh, the hero that we need is none other than the son of Bane. Interesting oh. that Bane broke Batman's back and now his son uh-huh. is going to save Gotham. So I'm here to save you, Gotham. Everyone's like, what? What? We can't hear you. What? Wait, 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 I'm here to save you, Gotham. I'm only 10. No, this is 30 years of the future. He's, he's, he's going to be old enough. Oh, oh. <clears throat> I'm here to save you, Gotham. There you go. <laughs> I'm here to save you, Gotham. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. How, I mean, it seems interesting, but we'll go from there. So in other news, the last bit of news. What? what you, uh, no, go. What? What? Well, I mean, there was the Shh. news of now somewhat comic related because the character does have comics based on him now. <gasps> it's going to be a fucking stretch. George Sakai? Uh, James Bond. Oh, there's multiple. Oh, actually, wait. No. Yeah. I was. Do gonna, we have that lined up? I'm sorry. No, no. I completely. I literally just closed the page. But that. Um, Talk to it. I'm Talk to it, bro. Blanking on her name. Take it. I have it here. Take Thank it. you, Lashana Lynch. Thank you. Yay. Will be in the next Bond movie, Bond yeah. Twenty Five. Yeah. Now the story of it is James Bond is retired. So when he's retired, this is, what we're, this is what's being reported, by the way. Bringing John Connor back. Stop it. Daniel Craig is awesome. And the 007 number. We haven't had that fight yet. The 007 number, of course, when an agent retires, the number goes on to someone else. So now Lashana's character has the number 007. So when James Bond, for some reason, one way or another, he needs to come back. They need him to help out with whatever's happening at the moment. But he doesn't get his number back. And the way they're treating this is instead of it being someone he tries to woo and get with, she literally wants nothing to do with him romantically. There's no seduction. She's There's not no, a Bond girl. She's not about it. She's about doing the job and that's it. They'll team up. They'll kick ass together, which is what's going to happen. They're going to f- kick ass together. But it won't be it's where better. he woos her and they have a... Mo- no, no. She's strictly business. Now, some people, of course, already are mad about this because they all of a sudden hear that there's a new James Bond. They, of course, skip that it's... Agent number, not the actual name. No, yeah, they, they think there's a woman named James. Exactly. And, and when that, your character has her own original title, Jane? and no, she's James. now 007. She's called James. Like goddamn Ben Nerds. Shapiro on his damn show. Uh, you know, he goes on his, his radio show, and I, I'm Ben Shapiro, and I talk about how conservatism. Uh, excuse me. Every time I say conservatism, I ejaculate in my pants. Uh, my name is Ben Shapiro, and I talk about conservatism. But, oh, there it is. There it is again. And James Bond is meant to be a fantasy thing for men. And how can it happen when you have a woman? who's coming in to be James Bond. It takes away the fantasy and it takes away the conservative... Oh, there it is again, right there. And then you, Fuck you, Ben Shapiro. Fuck you in the face. Women who gives like a to- shit about your movie talk? Stay in your fucking lane, Ben wow. Shapiro. Wow, this is like me going off that one time when I went ranty. I love it. Side note, women also like to fantasize. Fuck you. I hate how much credit the f- guy gets. I'm sorry. As someone who was once but, the winter soldier but, of but, that side. But here's the thing. Is here's, here's the thing. There's a thing. Is facts don't care about your feelings. Right. And the oh, fact is, the shit. 007 title can be passed on to another agent. So fuck you, Ben Shapiro. Thank you. Uh, but, but you see. I no, concur but, with the sentiments it, of my colleagues. It, 
Very New safe. York, very about safe. Ben Shapiro and everything else. <laughs> but you don't understand that the, yeah, the way this country was founded upon, the conservative... Oh, there it is. <laughs> oh, there it is. Conservatism. Thanks, Jerry Lewis. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, I haven't wanted yeah, to rant no, about this guy for a long time. It's, I mean, it, it was a good placement, though. There was, there was, because um, if, if you read, of course, there's the story has brought out all kinds of information. I never read. Like Halle Berry, apparently, there was a big move. Her character in Die Another, Die Another Day, Day was so popular they were going to give her a spinoff. Exactly, movie. but then Die right. Another Day did so poorly mm-hmm. that they did not do the spinoff. Yep. Um, and again, I mean. The, the roles of M and Q have been different genders, mm-hmm. different ethnicities, because again, it's a fucking position. And they made mo- and Money Penny, Naomi Harris. Yeah, they could be. They could be yeah. it, it, it's, 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 guess what? There are a lot of fucking black people in Great Britain. What? Got news for you. Shut up. Went there for my honeymoon. No. Lots of black people. Idris Elba's been faking yeah, it. He's really from like Tennessee. People. And so. <laughs> I mean, that could be. Oh, we I do the accent. I haven't seen his birth now. certificate. Let's start that oh, controversy. Oh, oh, yeah, uh, I haven't uh, seen I haven't Elba's seen it. Birth. I don't know if it exists. Who knows? Uh, but, uh, on my show, I did talk about Obama's oh. birth certificate. Oh, As cool. I mentioned, conservatism. ejaculating on tonight's episode, please. <laughs> the floor's sticky. It's been day I just came. I bet you, Anyway, um, <laughs> but yeah, but the, it's it's... I think a lot of people, a lot of people, of course, reading the, the the clickbaity headlines, and they're saying James Bond is now a black woman, and it's like, no, James Bond is retired. He's retiring. 007. The number a- moves on. 007, just like there was. I'm going to be honest. There were 006. There was exactly. 007. Like there have been other agents. Like there's a whole big organization. I'm a no, there is. I'm a big. Am I sick? Secret. Wait, wait. There's more than one person that goes on a mission. What? Oh no, God. he literally saves the world just by himself. He does kind of clones. He clones. clones. I've been a bin. Big freaking Bond fan for a long time, thanks to my dad. Daniel Craig is my favorite. Happy belated birthday, Steve's dad. Thank you. (laughs) I'm ready for the next chapter of Bond, whoever plays the character, especially if it's Idris Elba or if it's whatever. Oh, my God. I have no... What is the big complaint about he retires and the 007 number goes to someone else? Oh, my God, a black woman. Oh, no, who's actually a really good actress. Shut up. Just... Sorry. Don't yell at Manderson. No. No. I mean, he's he's looking at me. Manderson concurred. I did. Manderson into the window, into the wall, but he wasn't meant towards you. Don't hit my mic. He wasn't meant towards you. I'm sorry. It was in my pants. It's all in my pants. I'm a method actor. When I want to be Ben Shapiro, I have to do everything Ben Shapiro does, including. I think it's. Yeah, it's just. It's just. It's. It's an interesting. I mean, it, I'm going to be 100 percent honest. The an, a, a British secret agent could be anyone in Great Britain. Exactly, and that's a lot of different people. U- UK because John Connery was Scottish. Yeah, Scottish, and, and and mermaids can be whatever the fuck color they are because they don't exist. Exactly. Moving on. Um, <laughs> that's had, not true. I, 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 <laughs> hey, shut, shut you now. Manderson actually has one in a, in a fish because, tank. Because if is, we're going to have this fight, then I'm going to have all of the iterations <laughs> and go. Do you know what? This is why this can actually work because there's a book that's based off the original. You know, uh, I'm not going to go. With this, but oh, because she's, she's messed up. The original science. No, I mean, Little Mermaid. So, so the original Little Mermaid was by Hans Christian Andersen was originally written for a yeah. ballerina. Yeah. She was married. The entire concept is Ariel doesn't live happily ever after. No, no. She totally dies. Yeah. Her sisters also sacrifice themselves so that she they, she gets the other opportunity it's to go try to catch up. dark damn story. Well, they dark. all are. But here's the best part. <laughs> they all got dumbed so, down by Grimm, Hans Christian Andersen. They dumbed them all down. Well, yeah. it gets better. And so then there was a book that was created in the late 90s that was by a woman called... Uh, it's, the book is called My Love, My Love by Rosa Guy, and her name is Rosa Guy. And it is actually a Caribbean retelling of The Little Mermaid. And get this, your main character, sure. your Ariel, no. she black. Oh, what? She black. That can't be. And it's even better because her Eric, quote unquote, his name is Daniel, he's mulatto. 
Nice. Yeah. Oh, and it's a musical. It's a Broadway musical. And it also just won Best uh, Revival. It won a Tony. <laughs> nice. Suck on them eggs. My Lotto. I don't buy no. A mosquito. My libido. Do it. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, I'm really hoping. Also, in, in finishing out this news, Comic-Con. She a coming. Yeah. I'm really hoping I start a war with Ben Shapiro today. Just today? Oh, forever. Not every From day. this moment on. Yeah, yeah Comic-Con's coming. <laughs> Comic-Con, she a comings. Big thing that is important this year because it is the 50th anniversary. It's the big oh, old wow. honking. It's yeah. a big old honking mother, mother, uh, not motherfucker. Um, Pork chop express. <laughs> Pork chop express. Um, so there's a ton of shit happening, including uh, for the first time in a couple of years, Marvel having a panel in Hall H. But Ooh. remember, this is a tiny baby panel because they are holding down the fort. We did talk about this on our Spidey episode. Um, D23. D23, she comes. Huh. When, and huh. when is D23? Oh, boy. It's in August. Okay, so possibly a, a hint, a, a drop, a They're going to give you titles, some little nuggety nuggets. It's only 90 minutes in Hall H, but when you go into Hall H, you pay for Hall H. So this says... <laughs> blood. You, it's... It's That's all, dark. it's churros, churros and turkey legs. They pay in churros and turkey legs. Oh, never mind. I'm in. There you go. <laughs> we have to make it a little cleaner because, you know, he needs it. So, yes, that is the big end that I'm super excited for um, because it is the 50th. We're going to see a lot of 50th anniversary schwag. Um, there is Funko Pops are actually pushing out for the anniversary a Batman holding a San Diego tote which is hilarious and looks ridiculous and I love it. Um, we are also seeing uh, Kirkman is going to get... Adam West Batman? Well, it kind of looks like Keaton's Bat. Okay. We're going to also get, because Kirkman oh, got that. Hmm. <laughs> now I'm staring at you. Oh, golly. <laughs> I didn't mean for it to happen, but it happened. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but we're also looking at, because Kirkman did that beautiful, beautiful finale for Walking Dead. Mm. He's going to be bombarded. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. <laughs> I'm waiting for him to, to have exactly what Tom King had last year, where it was just, he had like the wall of security. And he was in the sacred bubble of nobody shall touch him or lest he gets the cooties. So the cooties. he gets the cooties. But also, of course, there's exclusives from everybody. Um, Conan Con, which comes down every year since 2015, oh, nice. is going to be there. They release a pop for each and every show. And if you attend the show... Um, and it's a live show. You get a pop for that corresponding night. So I was lucky enough to snag tickets last year. I got the Predator pop. So it's Conan dressed up as Predator, which was kind of hilarious to me. <laughs> and then this year it is It Chapter 2. Um, Toy Story, which is, a, I should probably show you the pictures because it's right. Uh, Toy Story 4. So he, so he's actually, he looks like Pennywise. It's super creepy. <laughs> like it's Conan as Pennywise. And then there's one of him as Woody. And then there's one of him in a grayscale, and I can't remember what it is because, oh, and one of him in Iron Man, which means the entire Marvel cast will be there. So usually yes. by the Funko Pops, you can tell who's going to be in town and whatnot. And I'm, I'm not going, but I'm really, ex- <laughs> I'm really excited. Well, uh, the Russos have been sharing a lot about Hall H on their Instagram. They put the 11 a. Do you saw the 11 a.m.? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The vague Twitter 11 a.m. post. It's, you get audio, but all you see is the picture of where they'll be. And all, yeah, yep. it was. Uh, and then with D23, it makes me wonder, like, if did the mouse call the Russos? This Anthony Russo. Ha ha ha! How's it going? Don't say a fucking thing about Marvel. <laughs> you hear me? Ha ha ha! Bye. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Hit it, Mandy. Hey, uh, what I miss? Uh, we did it together. It was fine. Oh boy. Oh, oh, cool. oh Hey, uh, hey, Joe. I think uh, Mickey just threatened us. All right, that's good. <laughs> There's a lot of swearing. <laughs> he's got a lot of. He's got like, a lot of pull in this industry. Uh, D23. Oh, oh. Ha ha ha. D23. Hey, Steve. Mm. I bet I can eat more turkey legs than you in Hall H. 
Oh yeah, there's not yeah. turkey legs in Hollywood. The closest thing is a is a. Wait, but you I said, said turkey, legs. turkey legs and churros. Well, that's what Disney brings in to get paid for Hollywood. No, oh. but outside of Hollywood so is get. actually a mm. Starbucks, a pretzel place, and then this weird little deli that charges you nine dollars for a very small sandwich. Is it a good sandwich? It was a really good sandwich. No, that's why. But also because you're in a convention and you're super hungry and you're waiting in that line forever. You don't care. You want the foods. That's why you bring those IVs. (laughs) But also it looks like there's going to be a cornucopia of great off-sites. So we're going to see stuff from Amazon, including The Boys, which they're pushing through that. Oh, there's the face. There's a face. Go for it. Tell them why they they should not like The Boys. Uh, Um... Amazon is a is a corporate dictator, um, oh but content wise, it's it's super graphic, so I won't be able to handle it. Oh, no, 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 okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it's literally just like when you. The when boys you think, is also a comic book. This yeah, is not so when you think about all the worst things a superhero could do with their superpowers, they all do it. Yep. Like, oh, you're invulnerable. Cool. I think that means you could fit anything in your ass. Let's find out. Yeah. Saving it to my Amazon <laughs> yeah. Prime Video. Yeah. There we go. So that's coming down. The uh, boys. Yeah. The boys. <laughs> the boys. Um, Petco Park is going to be put up. The IMB, IMBD boat is going to be there, and Kevin Smith always does something on there. Oh, yeah. It's um, Kevin. So literally, it's parked in the marina, and you can go stand outside and be like, Kevin, hi, oh, Kevin, let me on your boat. That'd, that'd be me. Mm. That'd be me. We're not. No, he's no, he's no. But also, as we spoke <laughs> of, there is a cornucopia of signings that are coming down the pipe, and one of them be. Praise be his name, the Todd Father. Mm. Wait, the car? <laughs> Good reference to a thing that Manderson doesn't know about yet. You'll Not. get there. Okay. But, but yeah, the, the Todd Father. Turn around. No. Oh, sorry. So needless to say, we're excited, but the content we are going to get is probably either from outlets that are there or we're just sucking the information from our... Straws. Yeah. But we're good at it. <laughs> So topic tonight, we have time for that. Is that a reference to something I don't get? I nah, nah, I just really want to make sucking sounds yeah, in this episode. Yeah. People love that. The seeds was ejaculating the whole time. Yeah. So. The floor is Conservatism. still sticky. That's why you don't feel anything that's sticky over here. <laughs> Manson, yeah, you, you got the distance. I'll bring flip-flops. But you're right. I am wearing flip-flops. <laughs> Our main topic for the evening, which we're only going to get a little bit of, but it's definitely going to be a part <laughs> Sorry. two. No, Amy did a worry. lot of notes Wait, There was a lot this. of news. There was a lot of news. Amy did a lot of news. Uh, a lot of notes. A lot <laughs> of work. Did you see nudes? No, nudes. Oh, oh, my God. But if you want your Capeless Crusaders nudes, follow us on Twitter. No, Patreon. 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 Put it behind the paywall. Put it behind the paywall. <laughs> well, we have censored on Twitter. Yeah. yeah it's a black <laughs> bar between the two's legs. No, you just, you just it's get just a like comic book. the, the headshot of it. You get for a dollar, you get the censored version. Yeah. Uh-huh. $10, you start getting There you go. Anderson yeah. knows how this fucking yeah. business works. Anderson, shoot. <laughs> I guess we found a manager for that. Anderson has an OnlyFans account. <laughs> <laughs> Dum dum dum. Campus Crusader OnlyFans. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, pay five dollars to get to see this video. <laughs> <laughs> pay five dollars just. Now you know why we're number one. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um. that was almost good for that drop where you needed it. I was waiting for it a little more gravel. So God damn it! Why, our main topic for the fucking heroes. <laughs> Can a hero exist without a villain? <laughs> Or without <laughs> the villain. That is also yeah. an important... A villain or the villain. There's two obviously important uh, words I'm looking for there. But uh, we've talked about this a couple times. We wanted to bring this topic up. The main question being, again, can a hero exist without a villain? It's not a yes or no question. Because no. you could say, yes. Yes. This is a Socratic conversation. <laughs> End of conversation. Yeah, cool. No, Epis- yeah, episode over. Yeah, they can. But this is a Socratic conversation because it comes down to m- essentially morals yes. on some cases. That is a brilliant she, point. She said a big word. <laughs> 
I used I used somebody that you can see in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, yeah, dude. Hang on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna so great. So great. So great. So Socratic so is Socratic. relating to Socrates. Oh, that's doing bullshit. Socrates. <laughs> what dictionary.com? Bill and Ted's sequel? Socrates. Yeah. yeah. Socrates. So, first thing that is important is Amy's got it right here. To uh, how do we define a hero and a villain? Mm-hmm. Which is an important question. Uh, Steve's at the ooh. Man, it hurts. Yeah, I know, because guess what? Farther down in those things, oh. I actually put part of one of those answers that I was dwelling on for a bit because Amy was doing the notes where it says about Heroes in Adversity. No, the other three pages are over here. Oh, wow, there's so much. There's so much. Uh, yeah, this is like one of those group projects in school where you're like, I'm going to be in her group because she's going to do all the hard okay. work and she did all the hard work and we did nothing. <laughs> so so I'll, I'll start this and then we can piggyback and jump that sharky, whatever. So... Um, the big premise was in trying to figure out how do we define a hero? Is it by others' expectations? Um, is it by the view and accomplishments? Or it's the view of others. See, so view, bleh, viewpoint. People seeing you doing good things or is it your own, um, your own, you're defining yourself. So is your accomplishment for today, you took out the garbage. Does that make you a hero? Is that your personal definition of a hero? Is that somebody else's definition of a hero? It can get really, really deep. And so at this point, um, one of the answers I actually gave because I started polling people because I had a a pretty good mix of people saying yes, people saying no, people going yes, but. um, That a hero is somebody who rises up to face adversity and you cannot have an epic or a heroic journey without... Um, this fundamental thing. So, I think I've, I like that. I, I view it as like someone who sacrifices, who takes a sacrificial stance for the betterment of society, humanity, family, whatever whatever the thing is. It's when and by sacrificial, I mean they have to die. I mean they are willing to take that step that may lead to them dying and what they're doing. Because I think every hero, I mean, every hero we read about or watch, every, well, I almost quoted Sting, every breath they take, every move they make. Um, we are watching. Everything them, they do is a sacrifice. They Cap chooses to pick up the shield and go fight whoever it is when he doesn't have to, but he chooses to. Uh, Superman, the guy from space who's now on Earth, doesn't have to be the hero of the Earth and save them, but he chooses to and sacrifices. I think that's an element that's... For me, that's an element for a hero. Well, I think we had that we had that uh, episode where we talked about why, um, why wait why do we believe in our heroes? Mm-hmm. Is that what the mm-hmm. topic yep. was? Mm-hmm. was Which yeah, this kind of comes from that because you know in there we kind of had to define heroism. We all gave our personal definitions of heroism, and I think there's there's also only so many types of heroes that require or have a villain, or how do you label villain? You know mm-hmm. is you know if to amy's point like if you you know do something for someone and help someone and you are a hero to them there's not necessarily a villain mm-hmm. in that situation um there was an obstacle or an adversity yes which some could see as you know mm-hmm. the the thing to overcome um but not necessarily a, a villain not necessarily an antithesis of of the hero and it also this is where it also kind of comes in because you mentioned um we like a couple of all, like all of you mentioned um the military 
in, in the way that we see them as heroes. Mm-hmm. And the problem there is who is the villain? Because in the eyes of the villain, like in a lot of stories, they're the good guy. They're mm-hmm. the hero. Mm-hmm. But yep. especially when it comes to militaries, because if you're fighting for your country and you're fighting against another country and you're both in the military, you're both the heroes, quote unquote, mm-hmm. of your respective countries. Um, so it gets really sticky in that regard of how you how you define villain. I feel like in comic books and the stories we like to read, at its base, it's really easy to define a hero and a villain because it's it's good guy and bad guy. It's guy who hurts people and guy who stops guy who hurts people. Like it's 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 very straightforward in a lot of ways. The villains that we know are heavily involved with creating the heroes. So again, it kind of comes into that. Of, Joe Chill. Exactly. Like, you know, can I, can a hero exist without a villain? Does a hero need to exist, you know, without a villain? If there's no more bad guys left, then what is their purpose? And that's mm-hmm. a whole other... Yeah. Well, and then we get into the master versus master concept of that, which is the is kingdom come, which is hero versus hero. So um, if there's the belief that there has to be a villain for a hero to arise, that can undermine the value we assess to heroism and make people too ready or too eager to um, to perceive villainy or to find villainy when there is none. So in the same regard, you can look at um, natural disasters mm-hmm. and there are heroes in that, but is it truly villainless? Because it's something that's completely beyond mm. our ability to. Those tectonic plates. Oh, it was it was hurricane gonna get villainous we're tectonic gonna, plates. We're gonna stop them. <laughs> stop them. <'em. laughs> stop them right now. <laughs> we're gonna. We should yeah. bomb them. <laughs> Let's bomb the tectonic, <laughs> bomb plates. The tectonic plates. That'll resolve. That'll all get rid of them. <laughs> that'll <laughs> show. That'll show you California Pacific <laughs> plate. <laughs> we'll just go over the go over two hours. We'll go hang out in Nevada. Yeah, yeah. That okay. I think we just. I think that was Lex Luthor's plan, and yeah, Superman it, was it to was, blow up was, this lost the rocket. Into yeah, <laughs> you remember. And it landed, and Lois died. Australia, <laughs> yes. Australia. <laughs> now we're just thinking about that. Yeah, now we're just going off. Otisville. Sorry, now I'm just thinking about, just thinking about earthquakes. Just a small little place. <laughs> So, so with heroes, it, it seems more that we can we have the opportunity to look at heroes through our own perception and our own experiences. But when it comes to villains, how do we define them? Mm. It, the, it seems that the, the way a human mind naturally thinks is it wants to create that like that conflict whether it exists or not and so there's going to be somebody who will be labeled the villain whether it's the other um mm-hmm. i'm the villain and steve's is the hero or steve's is the villain what she really is and i'm the hero <laughs> so like that Face like and heel that yeah. i mean if i turned there's <laughs> um i mean if you look at just modern day society there's people who get labeled as the bad guy um to use a an older pop culture reference like Kanye West versus Taylor Swift, who's like the hero and the villain, villain in that. So well, now we'd say Taylor, probably now. But back then, <laughs> back then, I'm yeah, always yeah. like ten years behind. So <laughs> just like most years? of Christian Pointer. culture, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The fact that you recognize true. it is is very good. That was actually really good. I it's like, like me when yeah, I was no, on we, that side. Actually, yeah. when he was yeah. talking about Kanye, he was yeah. actually referring to when it was him and Mike Myers on the TV. <laughs> George Bush does not care about black people. And that's, Mike, that's what Manderson is thinking about. And it. Mike yeah. Myers' face. That just that, happened. That right? happened, right? Yeah. MTV? Yeah. <laughs> Go for so, it. So, like, um, it's 
Yeah, I think David pointed out that it is the other is often what gets labeled as as the villain. Um, and we talk about like wars and stuff like that. I cannot remember the movie or the TV show where there's these characters and they're interacting. One of them says, oh, I'm the hero of this and this. I'm like, oh, you mean the butcher of this? <laughs> and it was like, oh, they were yeah. from different sides. And one of them was the hero of whatever battle. And to the enemy, the losing side, he was considered the butcher. Um, I know exactly what you're talking about. I, I can't remember. You remember it either, right? Yeah. Well, uh, listeners, if you know, uh, just tweet at us <laughs> oh, and yeah. let us know. The capeless ones yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, but, if but, you, but it, it, that's 100% accurate, though. How many times is it... Um, oh, I'm trying to think of that. I'm trying to think of another example. Like, um, oh, crap. What is it? Oh, the um, Firefly. Um, yeah, yeah, the the brown, the brown coats. coats. Yeah, the, the being the, being the being rebels are rebels something to be crushed or rebels something to support because they're actually rebelling against the the villain. Right, and I think the 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 what's what's interesting there is you're describing like the not black and white villainy. You know that that gray area mm-hmm. that you know the the villains where you can see their point. You know, like you don't like the way Thanos did it, but you get where he's coming from. Balance, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and you don't, you know, you don't, you don't like, you know, Killmonger's, you know, you don't like everything that he did, but he's got some great points, mm-hmm. you know, and it's you make it tougher when it's civil war. Yeah, when both Cap you and Tony have like valid Tony's points. Stance, but sure. Yeah, but you, but you could see it. Do you yeah, have you valid points it. to it? If you were to face that mother who then shoves that in your face, you're like, okay, yeah, I don't yeah. feel too great about myself. Which right is, which is, it's, I think, an important differentiation because a lot of times, like. In like classic stories, like like classic like folklore stories, it's much more straightforward. Mm-hmm. The villain is the guys uh, in the dark hats. Yeah, a, a demon. You know, the villain is um, a. It's the woman in that candy house. It's the cowboy the, gang in Tombstone. It's, it's the dragon. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. It's it's yeah. It's the all the, the cowboys the in black. It's the man who tells you not to open the closet because all of his dead wives are in there, and you still open the closet anyway. Maybe that blue beard. No, okay. blue beard. Oh, got it. Okay. okay. Blue beard. Okay. I'm like, is this, this is about like, to take a turn? No, yeah. <laughs> no. And, and that was something that I actually grappled with because there are in classic literature and in Greek mythology, there is always the good and the bad because you mm. have to have the balance. Right. But when you get into spaces, not every story has a hero or not every story has a villain. I was in a rather heated discussion because I brought this up to a friend and they launched into, of course not, every villain or of course every hero needs a villain if you're if you're moving forward with the hero's journey but i was like what about narcissus because not every story mm-hmm. has a hero right uh, and oh, sorry keep going oh no do you know the story of narcissus no i know i had another story but keep going yeah. keep going with yours so narcissus the the kind of com- concept of this is um it comes the word narcissism everybody oh what oh, oh, that's where it came from so Linguist. greek greek mythology mm-hmm. this guy named narcissus uh fell in love Lex with Luger. his uh, fell in love with his image and so basically um he went down to the river he was staring into his reflection and he drowned oh and so it was more a parable or a lesson in ego but mm-hmm. in that story i was very timely to point out that he there was no hero there right. was just, no it was villain just him. Yeah. it was just him and it was self and so it's there's so many spaces and so many ways to go this and if we're focusing solely on pop culture we can try a little bit better to define it because we can look at the i it's in my notes of course barry's got them all in front of him one of them um <laughs> i i brought up that horror and this is totally in your wheelhouse horror in and of itself feels like there is no hero 
And because the absence of a hero, we create one, i.e. the final girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jamie Lee. Yeah. There's, mm-hmm. always just, there's always just victims and then that victim who rises through that adversity. The one know. who finally stands up as scared as they are, they still stand up and they become the hero. Yeah. When they weren't th- the other story I was thinking about was uh, Scarface. There's no hero in Scarface, the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all different forms of villains. And you just happen to catch a moment where Tony Montana decides not to kill a guy and his family. And that's ends up being the end of his life because he ends up being hunted down by the cartel. But he has that line where you point your fucking finger and you say, that's the bad guy. And he just accepts the mantle of the bad guy and just walks out. When they, I mean, that's another... There's no hero in the movie Scarface. It's just regular everyday human beings and then these cartel leaders who their level of villainy ranges depending on what the situation is. Yeah. When it's like the the idea of the the hero existing without the villain is it's not necessarily that they can't exist. It's will they exist as a hero or will mm-hmm. they just go on being a person? You know, like if Superman has if he Superman beats all the bad guys, what's 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 Superman gonna do, Manderson? Walk old ladies across the street, maybe? It's gonna go back to the farm. Mm-hmm. Right. Make you know, plant some corn. Right. And you know, and if something happens, if there's a natural disaster, he'll probably hop back up on. and yeah. you know, and fly and maybe right. you know help out. We'll fly backwards around the world, make <laughs> and then <we'll laughs> and it'll the and be able to stop it. Yeah, you know yeah. that worked in '78. When you watch it today, it's like, meh. Mm. Uh, science. I think we all would have just fell over, but time would have gone back. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> yeah, I just would have fucked with those tectonic plates more. <laughs> yes. um, but I think it's it's in some in some ways it's it's a lot easier. Like you said, in pop mm-hmm. culture, pop culture gives us a lens which is a lot easier to look at the hero and the villain mm-hmm. because. You know, more complicated pop culture does try to blur that line to make it more interesting. Yeah. But, like, if you just have a straight up, like, you have a robber who is going in, stealing money, shooting at people, and Superman stops them. Boom. That's it. But he's, we don't hear the backstory of yeah. the robber has a family and he's trying to feed them. Right. It's that. We, we don't have that ethical. Yeah, we the don't question have the extras. Or, you know, should you go to jail for stealing bread, but you're stealing bread for your family? It's mm-hmm. like that classic, like, philosophical debate, which is very what's the word I'm looking for? Rabbit holey for us to oh, start yeah. to go down. One jump ahead of the I mean, I mean that guy will probably become a mayor of a French village or someplace at some point. Ah. Before he dies and he helps those children on the barricade? I don't get the reference. Limis. Oh. I said the barricade. You didn't even acknowledge me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, wow, Manders just made a late Miz reference. It's good. That was good. Black. Yeah. Red. The Dawn of Ages past. Are you a big late Miz fan? Is it? If if it's on, I will sing along to it. I used to play. Can you hear the people sing? I was literally going to quote on the piano. I mean, when, if he was singing, it's going to be it's, it's an enjoyable movie. Yeah, I mean, it is the greatest showman, not and historically accurate, but a great heart, movie to watch. It was the beating of the drum, unless Russell Crowe singing, then it's uh, not. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to give you that one. I'm going to 100 give you that one. Oh my gosh, but my yeah, wife but, did well. But the, in that movie. the complication, the the backstory mm-hmm. of a really kind of the layers to it, you know, give you so much more. How many times is it? The you know the villain who does what they're doing and Spider Man captures them and then it's like oh but you know they have my wife or they'll give me the cure for my kid with this rare disease Doctor Freeze mm-hmm. Doctor Freeze yes. is, is a wonderful example he does he does all these Nora. Nora. things Nora Nora I'm trying to mimic the animated series it was, voice yeah, that, oh okay <laughs> that was I got it Nora because for a second I thought I give it a six out of ten <laughs> I thought we were gonna go back to a couple weeks ago and it's gonna be yeah. like everybody chill Nora <laughs> 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 Doing that will kill the dinosaur of the ice age. <laughs> oh 
Damn it, it makes me happy. The weather prediction, a chill yeah. over golf. Anyway. Um, so if we're also talking about that. Lady Freeze. Sorry. That was, that was Uma. <laughs> that was a little too much. So if we are talking about comic books, there's a great um, limited that came out, White, Batman White Knight. Yeah. Which right. exactly, Batman mm. is gone. And the Joker no longer is the Joker. He has a family and he's just normal. So you also come into that space of if there's a hero, does a villain have to rise? Or versus if the villain's there, does a hero have to rise to create the balance that's necessary? I feel like the the question of can a hero exist without the villain? Can a villain exist without a hero? Mm -hmm. The Joker shows us in some ways that, I mean, like the Joker is a specific example of a villain that can't exist. Mm -hmm. Because in The Dark Knight Returns, yes, Mm -hmm. yes. the Joker is basically in a catatonic state mm-hmm. because he doesn't have the Batman to play with. And mm-hmm. once the Batman reactivates, he reactivates. Mm-hmm. And in that regard, like they 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 need each other. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah I, was, I was like, what are you doing over there? The neck break scene. Yeah, I was like, just cracking your neck. That's cool. Uh, did you catch it on the mic? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pop mine. But I think it's 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 very much. There's never it's not an easy like a, a hard yes or a hard no. Obviously, um, I keep hearing the damn quote from Mission Impossible Two, hmm. the scientist who says, "In order to create the perfect hero, we had to create the perfect villain, the virus that then needs to have the antidote to kill the virus." I has, I'm sorry, it just I thought, I thought you were going to start. I thought you were going to do the Limp Bizkit. not the song. Yeah, oh, I was. I was <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting glad for it too. Uh, Chimera know. is the is the drug and yeah. Blitheron. There you go. Nice. Yeah. All right. Two for two hate is. The only thing the world sees lately. lately yeah. 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 I remember that album so well. Deep lyrics. Still dude, relevant, dude. right? <laughs> With Hans Zimmer on the guitar. So, so between that, that's not good. Not it's the bad. weaker of the franchise. But but also, here's your notes Thanks, because you're, you're doing I, because, stronger with them. So, um, well, yeah, I write, I write really funky. Like I create an outline and it goes weird. But the other thing that um, I did want to bring up with that is that we were talking about Joker reacting, re reactivating when Batman came back. And uh, the last Avengers story, 1995, it was a limited run, brought up Ultron. Um, and Ultron gave something that I had quoted. And parts of this, you can, you can pick and choose where to kind of do this. But it said, um, that's the problem with heroes, really. Their only purpose in, this, in life is to thwart others. They make no plans, develop no strategies. They react instead of act. Without villains, heroes would stagnate. Without heroes, villains would be running the world. Heroes have morals. Villains have work ethic. Now, there's parts of that that I agree with. Mostly the react and act. Because if, in truth, a hero or somebody we saw as a hero, minority report, let's go there, Mm. reacted without the act, we would believe that the status quo is flawed and it's now punishing somebody for something they haven't done. I'm going to go watch it again tonight now because of this. Cap, Cap pointing out this This is fear at the, at the gun. Yes, this isn't freedom. This, this, this is fear. Mm-hmm. Man, you're sitting <laughs> in deep thought. I'm, driving, I'm well, driving those points to like, you, dude. And like as, as you're reading that quote, I keep thinking like, yeah, do you yeah read but that's it again? like, Boink. I don't know. I don't need to hear it again. Okay. No, I um, think you want to read it. Uh, oh, so you can do that deep no, meditative but, because there's parts of it that I'm with. Yeah. Uh, shoot, let's return that. Okay, back. Here we go. Um, <laughs> like the, 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 that, like that describes life almost to a certain extent because if you take out, like in these stories, the villain is a, is a crisis point that causes 
the hero to push through something to overcome. And in everyday life, it may not be something quite as epic as in a comic book or um, in a movie or a TV show, but there are moments of like tiny crises every day that cause us to, to react and maybe grow beyond the person that we were. And there are larger life crises or even like normal life events like becoming a parent mm. that change who you are and you react to those changes. And so that may be true, but that's also not necessarily a bad thing. Mm. The bad thing would be to allow yourself to stagnate, I think. Um, and th- I mean, there's negatives to just being somebody who reacts to things. You do need to, we should be planning for things, but we also need to be, I'm maybe taking this in a different direction no, 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 now, you're but good. like have the agility to react am- amongst the plans. I think, I mean, Endgame may be a perfect example of where the heroes do plan it, but they have to react to the plan going awry because plans don't survive first contact with the enemy. Or when you're envisioning a, a suit of armor around really, the earth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's even something that was brought up because I went and started looking at the hero villain trope. And an odd fact about the nature of initiative um, in fiction is if somebody has a plan at the start of the story, that character is probably a villain. Now, try applying that to Endgame in the juxtaposition that we have people that still believe Thanos was right, that the balance was necessary. And we've come back now from our hurt, from our shock, from our trauma, and we have a group of people who have a plan who are going to now go kill this now peaceful person. And where is that line blurred? Are they still maintaining the heroes because they're representing us? Or in that story, are they more of a villainous section? I'm sorry, this is a deep thought, and it's it's late, you guys, but I've been dwelling on it for a bit. Yeah, if you definitely revenge filled because I tried to call for the night. because <laughs> I enjoyed seeing that axe go right across that guy's neck. Anyway, a villain. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's a lot of the question is that we because there is a lack, and I and I talked about it earlier when I was saying that there's um, that when we're too ready we're too eager we perceive villainy everywhere and that becomes the paranoia and then suddenly everybody is evil well at this point that mission is just revenge like initially the plan is get the gauntlet snap it get us back that's that's the goal if we kill thanos in the process we're saving everybody it's the greater good scenario yeah. but at this point he's already dying he's just a guy trying to live and they come and slaughter him in his own house and so it's really a question of morality. Does revenge outweigh the, I would say, the need to let this one person, even though it's the reformed criminal problem? He didn't pay for his crime, though. Fuck Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he had a, his arm was in like face. Oh, did his arm? Did he hurt his arm? Well, did, he, did he hurt his arm? Did he? <laughs> but that's also his belief. His belief See who the villain simple. in the story is? Well, and that's the question. That is the biggest question. But then we, there. then we question the beliefs then. What makes his beliefs right? And what belie- makes his beliefs stronger than ours? Mm-hmm. I don't have a fucking answer. What are you looking at me for? I got goosebumps all yeah. of a sudden. Like, uh, are we on a conspiracy show at night? Is that what's happening? That's <laughs> why <laughs> so I'm wearing this tinfoil hat. <laughs> that's why you're so shiny. Infowars. <laughs> My favorite gif. I mean, that's... <laughs> It, it really comes. It really comes down to morals, and yeah. it's yeah. how we perceive people. And then I had somebody today who was. I brought up um, horror being specifically villain-driven, and I was shot down by a big horror buff. And they go, "No, no, no. 
horror is not the the people in horror are not villains they're monsters and he said that um even in dr jekyll mr hyde uh, Dr. Jekyll was a hero and Mr. Hyde was the villain mm-hmm. because he was the monster, which we get up against that that adversity, the um, obstacle trying to, you know, overcome. So in the end you win, which comes to that, that place of Hulk. Well, it's like, is, is the monster, are monsters lumped in with earthquakes? Are monsters a force of nature because of lack of control? You know, is Godzilla a villain? When he, you know, or she, depending Just a on which version, trying to live, yeah, <laughs> smashing through Japan in order to do it, you know. And kaiju, these buildings here. Well, yeah. and kaiju movies were considered horror for a, a good long time too. So, I don't know. I mean, they're so scary when you look at those suits, man. The what? They're so scary though when you look at those suits. What I mean, suits? The I mean, old I ones. The old, the old. He's talking about the old kaiju movies. Yeah, the old kaiju movies. The old oh, okay. Costumes, yeah. <laughs> no, I was like, what? Oh, okay. Um, oh, I literally had something that was gone. Someone else say something. <laughs> you point your fucking finger and you say, that's the bad guy. <laughs> well, let's dig up the nitty gritty of us having to. Oh, you started to point the finger. I was just going to continue the trope that Steve's <laughs> is the bad guy. So let's bring up the fact of the, the, need for, uh, the necessity for a villain in Master versus Master. So Kingdom Come, Batman v Superman. Who in those, in those arenas becomes the villain? Batman. <laughs> And this is Whoa. easy for both. Madison right away. But Batman. This, this is easy for for both of you to look at because the master versus master is a competi- is solely competition based, and it no longer truly has a villain and a hero. But we as comic book readers, because we're going through this very narrow scope, decide who is. And in in that story, they both see each other as being the villain because Superman sees Batman as just some guy taking justice into his own hands vengefully viciously and then you see bruce seeing everything that happened in in it was gotham it was, it was metropolis excuse metropolis everything happening there what happens to his building and all he sees is alien guy flying in the sky shooting his lasers everywhere so it's it's a big was i wrong no it's a big uh it's a big uh, rivaling viewpoints like i saw this yeah but i saw that and when it's it it goes back to the the idea of the um that control that Batman because Batman has an iron you know an iron fist in Gotham like mm-hmm. there is no he has like predictive technology and these robots and everything patrolling Gotham and there is no crime mm-hmm. because the Batman has clinched down where there's nothing going on and again it comes like that that moral ethical okay now he's kind of a dictator. Is, is he the villain even in his own story? Well, no, he's going to see himself as the hero. Mm-hmm. And that's why you talk about the plan and who's proactive. Who is always proactive? Batman. Fucking Batman. Batman plan. is this close to being a fucking villain in every scenario. Plan B, C, D, E, F, and yes. G. Because yeah. <laughs> what happens when everyone discovers in Justice League of America that he has a plan for every single fucking one of them they go rogue? Exactly. Yeah. He's labeled the villain yeah. because he's the one who's got the fucking plan. He's the one that's not... And and it, it, that happens so many times. Captain America, um, the Avengers in general, Justice League in general, the heroes are, are the ones that fly in and put out the fires. But it's it's like 
what if we could have stopped the fire in the first place mm-hmm. before you know before it even happened? Well, how would we have done that? Well, we would have not sold matches. Well, we would have done this. We would have and we would have clamped down and clamped down and clamped down to the point where it becomes, you know, now we have now we're getting to the moral ethical dilemma of the gun debate, you know, yeah. and it's kind of you know yeah we have cops who go in and stop the shooters. Like what if they never had the gun in the first place? Well, what if we can't protect ourselves? Well, what if what if what if uh. Uh, you know, and then we go down a whole nother fucking rabbit hole. We're in dark YouTube now, just yeah, somewhere yet. in the videos. <laughs> yeah. so the dark YouTube is where the dark multiverse exists. <laughs> exactly. And lights true. are lowered. Yeah. It's, it's really just, yeah, just, just guys on webcams without enough you lighting. You can't see anything here. <laughs> it sounds like the true villain might be Free Will. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. Now it's getting deeper. Dude. Oh, man. Whoa! Or now you're getting into some Garden of Eden shit, bro. Or <laughs> is the true villain regulation? Whoa! Oh, what? We didn't whoa on that one. I thought we were. I don't know. But it's true. I mean, but we're it, a culture and society podcast. Yeah, in, 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 in the extremes, <laughs> you're, you're right. It's you know, it's like it's it's so much freedom. Like obviously, there's examples where you know. The, Dictator, you know, iron fist governments have run their countries very efficiently, and then terrible things happen. And then countries that are chaos, yeah, extreme chaos and anarchy run really well, and then you know, it's too much. It's Bad the things. extremes of each end, exactly. Yeah. It's the balance. But when it comes like the, the, I feel like the, the, through the comic book lens, the hero and villain, villain debate traditionally mm-hmm. is very much more straightforward. Yeah, but. As soon as we start doing what you're talking about, as soon as we start looking at the back, you know, why did this guy break the law? Now we get into this whole ambiguous, you know, gray area, which is where anti-heroes start to flourish. Exactly. Because then it comes into, okay, no, it's just about Frank Castle. Well, what, what they perceive as evil, and that's that's all. That's, carnage, venom. Yeah, they, they don't they don't live by a code. Mm-hmm. They don't have they don't have laws. There's not you know, you know, the Captain America or, or any of these other heroes who who do stick to a, a particular code. You know, for the most part, you have the Frank Castles. Who, dear God, we didn't cover that in the fucking news with the police and the Punisher logo. Fucking shit. Damn it. God, fucking. Next episode. Now back to the news. Next episode. (laughs) (laughs) Back to the news. (laughs) Breaking Um, news. Breaking news. But, yeah, the the Punisher, like, that's why this whole debate, I mean, this is a really good way to bring it up, that this whole debate that has been um, spurned online because of um, police and military using the Punisher logo. When the police and the military do have a code, they have rules, they have laws that they stick to. Frank and doesn't. the whole point is that the Punisher doesn't. Mm-hmm. The Punisher goes outside of that because he saw a limitation. He saw vengeance. Mm-hmm. He saw which you know what it's why he's not a hero in a lot of ways. And he'll even say, "Don't follow what I'm doing. Yeah. You're not me." Yeah. When when they when they they literally he's not a superhero. He's not even really a hero half the time. He is a fucking serial killer. Like no matter what you want to argue, he is a serial killer. Nothing that he do d- does, nothing that he does is within the the realm of the law, within the realm. It's his own code. It's it's not a it's not a code that necessarily is good or evil. It's a code that is necessary in what he sees. I think he's a wonderful example, obviously, of the anti-hero, which is basically where people want to they stop wanting to define the hero and the villain, and they just want to say. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Fuck it. Go for it. It's chaotic neutral. Then it's back to D&D, courtesy of Manderson. Yes. It is. Yeah, it's a really good... Well, I mean, would he be chaotic neutral? I feel like it. Because, I mean, he, he He's has... He's for his own, right? He... Yes. He, has, he, has, he does have his own code, but he's willing to break his code to get the job done. Like, whatever goes to get the job done. Word. Chaotic. Yeah. And he's doing things that we would, in uh, polite society... 
would say are <laughs> are is evil, but he's doing it to evil people. He's using he's evil different. tactics to kill other evil. It's really, it's really easy yeah. to, ju- to justify what yeah. he's doing because so of the moral yeah. ethical. Sorry. Then there's Deadpool. Yeah, then well, there's Deadpool. Well, and that's what I actually ended up writing, that there's always a need for balance, good versus evil. And in the absence of a hero... Oh, get up. Get up on get, it. Get up on it. Thank you. So there's always a, a need for balance for good and, uh, for the good and evil. And in the absence of a hero, where the storylines are driven by he- or villains v. villains, um, we see the rise of the anti-hero, and that's someone that does just a little bit better than the quote-unquote baddest. Deadpool. Deadpool is the, one <laughs> yeah. of those very good examples of that. Yeah. Well, it's, it's you know, it's the... it's. Uh, Shaw, you know now now that I have now that I'm fucking very familiar with the Fast yes. and Furious franchise, and I yes. watched all eight movies. I'm so proud of you, man! God, Timmy oh, pre bought his tickets for Hobbs Shaw. Shaw. Do you now live your life a quarter mile at a time? Hundred percent. That's right. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for a charger that I can wreck in the next <laughs> yes. three months. Yes, <laughs> and uh, I need a box when I stand next to the rock. Um, <laughs> I think we all need a box. I need two, maybe three. <laughs> I would just be like, "Hi." But, a bastard kept me out of jail. Sorry, it's true, but it's but it's again like that like that idea of you know it's they're they're just just shy of the middle point enough to be like, okay, well, you know, at least he kills bad guys. Mm-hmm. You know what we define as bad guys. You know, and that's what we saw the greatness in in WWE's Attitude Era, where mm-hmm. the good guys weren't necessarily squeaky clean Hulk Hogan types. They right. were. The anti-hero Stone Cold Steve Austin. They were the egotistical third-person speaking Rock. Yeah. They were Degeneration X, who were anti-establishment, telling you to do derogatory things suck because it, they did it against it the evil this, corporation. Is this another one of those DC CW shows I missed. No, yes. no, <laughs> the, the, no, 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 no. He wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. But I, that's another example of it. We yeah. wanted anti-heroes at that time, not squeaky clean Kurt Angle heroes. Yeah. We wanted the opportunity for there to be uh, a sense of reality to our heroes because we have been, and you see it actually relevant. Comic books always seem to echo the time period that people are going through. So the comic books, especially right now, DC's going through. I mean, Green Lantern, Jessica, she was dealing with um, depression and anger. Mm-hmm. She-Hulk was dealing after uh, Civil War Two. Mm-hmm. She was dealing with... PTSD and depression and we're looking at all of these bigger villains or unlabeled villains essentially that we are dealing with in our own lives that we want our heroes to face alongside with us Iron Man 3 exactly Mm -hmm. the anxiety Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it wasn't now it is because you brought it up when it's um, I think it's also it's sometimes it's cool to have a goal to have a, a, someone on a pedestal, a Superman. Like it's really cool to see Superman as a hero because he has all these great ideals. He, he's he's perfect in so many ways. He's something that's really cool to strive to strive for. You know, which is part of the reason why I think like guys like you and Jamie like look up to him. Like he's a he's a strong character, good morals. Like you, you connect with that. But at the same time, sometimes it's it's easier. And sometimes more realistic, like the way you were talking about, like the way life kind of filters through that quote, it's more realistic to connect to 
you know, obviously we're not connecting with Stone Cold and The Rock and 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 Frank Castle and Deadpool because we want to do those things. But sometimes it's well, much. I mean, and sometimes, <laughs> you know, sometimes rock bottom is deserved. Yes, yeah. yeah. Sometimes a, a shotgun to a crooked cop's face. Whatever. Shapiro, what's his face? Yeah. yeah. Service. Oh God, not again! <laughs> I just wiped down the floors. I'm glad I'm over here. Yeah, you're so far away, but he's gonna get you eventually. Will, he I has will. distance. I say it three times in a row, <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> But it's, sometimes it's easier to connect with those with those characters because they're not squeaky clean. Mm-hmm. You know, it was cool as a kid to look at Hulk Hogan and think, I'm going to say my prayers and my vitamins. I'm going to be big and strong like Hulk Hogan. And then when you grew up and you saw the, the shitty way the world is, you're like, oh, I don't want to be fucking squeaky clean, you know, corporate yes man mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan. I want to be Sting. Mm-hmm. I want to be DX. The Undertaker. I want to yeah. be DX. Yeah. I want to I be able to to go above and beyond and not play by the rules and beat the shit out of the guy who's doing these terrible things. I also want to go to the corporation and tell them to fuck off. But I also want to then, you know, take, you know, the, you know, food to, to the, to the poor people, Mm -hmm. black Panthers. Yeah. Black Panthers are wonderful example of, okay, history shows them as a really, you know, a violent group, but what were they doing in the, in these um, neighborhoods where the police weren't there or weren't weren't doing it. They were Mm -hmm. having, you know, community, you know, they were food banks. They were, you know, they were supporting their community, protecting their community. And in some ways could be seen as evil because of the force that they were showing because the guns that they had. Mm -hmm. But the, it was easier. It's easier to connect with that because you're like, Oh, you're doing what it takes to survive. The Crips and the bloods were both united when they first started and they were just protecting their communities until, Things turn. Until yeah. crack cocaine. That's yeah. a whole other conspiracy theory. Let's go down that road, Manderson. You want to talk Tin about the CIA? Foil hat. <laughs> I'm gonna take off my full hat. <laughs> <laughs> but it's 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 like it's sometimes it's easier to connect with that hero, you know, depending on what point of your life you're in. You know, if, when you when you see a character going through something, you know, like mm-hmm. anger, depression, PTSD, or marital issues or whatever alcoholism like it's really easy to connect to that because you can see so much more of yourself as opposed to something you want to be which is also totally valid as well you know there, there's still a part of me that that misses when it was a simpler time and i could just be like yeah hulk hogan he's he's an american hero you know now i know that he says racist shit behind it closed doors kind of, a, kind of an asshole behind yeah, the scenes yeah and you know and had a crazy beard in the 90s you know but <laughs> we all had crazy beards in the 90s <laughs> speak for yourself i didn't grow one i was trying to do the whole will smith thing with the mustache and the diamond it didn't work out really well I don't want to see those pictures. I had an emergency pirate kit in my car, so I had an eye patch and a beard in case I ever needed it. It was great. <laughs> what were you guys doing in the 90s? I, I, wanted, I, to I wanted to be Will Smith. I wanted to be Will Smith. What were you doing in the 90s, Manderson? Crack cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> you were a crip. He was a crip. <laughs> a crip. He was a crip. I knew it. <laughs> Honorary member. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, um, wow. Yeah, but I feel uh, because it's a more it's more based in an issue of morality. Yeah, this entire this entire topic is asking you to look at, and we didn't even specifically because it's so broad. We didn't narrow the scope and go, okay, can a hero exist without a villain in comic books? Yeah, we just did it a blanket topic. So you open the door for for us to examine every type of hero, the anti-hero, the the existence of a villain, the death of a hero, uh, villain v. villain. Uh, ma- they're called master v. master, but um, hero versus hero. Weird. Freddy versus Jason. You can actually, because in that, well, and, and that's the question. Is there a hero in that movie? 
who are you rooting more you're for? kind of rooting for jason more than freddie and see, and that's just because Freddie does tough to kids. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Jason, Jason kills people over eighteen. Yeah, who are having 16. sex? Okay, maybe We're having 16. sex. Yeah, six, yeah. We have to start watching that movie at work because I'm testing customers' computers. We're just gonna watch a scene. <laughs> Freddie versus Jason. <laughs> Didn't we have that as a test? We did. It's still there. It's still <laughs> Manderson's the taking notes for this show while showing. I'm okay with that. Hey, I was saying we needed to go into the into the store and have our do our episode there yeah. <laughs> at the table. Yeah. Well, it's, I think it's. What, what do you guys remember that? So we're recording a podcast. Please go away. <laughs> Walk away. Look at the iPod my, or something. No, I am off the clock. <laughs> <laughs> You're wearing your shirt still. And I, and I'll put a sticker on it. They won't know. It's almost like in, in comics, it's like a hero could exist without the villain, but are we going to want to keep reading that story? Yeah, what's he going so through? Like what a makes hero him? could exist, but they're not going to get printed. No. Yeah. You know? <laughs> they, well, and that's the the villain turned hero, the villain turned normal, only gets limited. Yeah. It doesn't get a long run. Right. Uh, white, white knight. Yeah, like, exactly. That's not going to carry on forever. Oh, and it was—it was already. It should already be done. Yeah. Well, he's—he's he's doing a second part, but it's based up about Azrael instead of Joker. But see, and that's—that's that's the big one. He is, and Joker is the unpredictable villain. Yeah. That's what makes him the one where we're like, we can't define this. We don't know what he's doing. What's we don't know do what next? his moral compass is. We don't know whether he's going to let Harley keep the hyenas this episode, <laughs> or he's going to feed them to. I just to, do things. Exactly, and that's. And that in and of itself makes it scary because you don't know the way that he will act, Michael. which will which will force a reaction from the bat. Like that was if we're talking about um, perception and seeing ourselves in our heroes. One of my favorite heroes has always been. I can bring up Diana Prince. I'm not going to. I'm going to avoid her for a moment. Mm. But I will bring up um, Batgirl, Barbara uh, Gordon. Barbara. And it was because initially when I first was exposed to her, she was a bit of the fangirl, but she was like, let me prove to you, I can do this. I want to be, you know, let me show you what I can do. And then when we hit Killing Joke, it's now an entire, everything that she's achieved, everything that she's put herself through to get to that space, to become a hero and to be recognized by the rest of the Bat family as a hero, it's taken away in an instant. And so she has to re-sculpt herself and redesign who she is mm -hmm. and tap into all the other parts of her to re-earn essentially that mantle of hero. And it's even more hero support then. And Oracle will always be my hero, but you know, <laughs> that's a me. Mario, sorry. Not gonna lie. <laughs> you said morality earlier and all I could hear in my head was the Animaniacs song. At the end of each episode, you guys remember the other? That's right. Wheel of morality, turn, turn, turn. turn, turn. Tell, tell us the lesson, lesson that, that we, we should, should learn. learn. <laughs> and they read some random thing that doesn't have any moral meaning to it at all whatsoever. Animaniacs, man, legit. No, I, no, I do, but I, I don't remember that. Yeah, they had the wheel of morality, morality all the time, but I came for turn, something that's turn. not. It was always like the before the, the credits that would we come up. Should learn. Yep. Sick. It's like Quirty from VeggieTales. Thanks, Yako, Wacko, and Dot. I got you. It's Quirty from VeggieTales, buddy. <laughs> look, look, I found prints. No, no, we said fingerprints. I'm not touching I'm that. Not touching that. <laughs> that so many jokes in Animaniacs that uh, went whoop. Forgot how solid that show was. Um, any other thoughts? Closing thoughts? Any other thoughts? Life is pain. Yeah. Anyone that tells you otherwise yes is selling no. something. I kind of want to jump into a topic that we don't have enough time for. Go, go, go for it. What is but it? Fast. I'm going to plug it for next time. Maybe oh. uh, we're talking about like a if a hero Someone write it could down. exist without a villain or vice versa in a comic book, would we keep reading it? I would argue yes, because I'm still reading 
the Immortal Hulk, and there's not really like a hero or villain in that. That's actually a really good point. So, but it's well, very much a horror book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So we got some stuff to talk about next time. Someone write it down. Just put. Uh, Steve, put, oh, the oh, note. Jesus, don't, don't throw the pen. So Steve's the official note taker now. Amy's got the notes. Taking, I'm taking the minutes. Who's taking the minutes? God. I'm only taking the hours. <laughs> it's a dad joke. Yeah, fuck that. We right, got we're the old jokes. We got the dad jokes. We're done. Lit, fam. <laughs> I think he's gonna eat. I think he's gonna eat out the room. Eating all over the floor all night. Anyway, um, it's mostly that end of the table. I didn't touch it. That's about gonna wrap it up. <laughs> For <laughs> this week's episode, we're going to finish up this topic next week because we actually got a lot more of it done than I thought we were going to. We had a great, wonderful, in-depth conversation. Um, and we, yeah, so we're, next week we're going to talk a little bit more about can a hero exist without a villain? Should they exist? Would we continue to do them? Would we still read the comic book? That's going to be the big one. I think that's actually those, a lot of those. I mean, we talked about hero and villain in a very, like, like philosophic and deep way. I think next week can be a little more, a little lighter. You'll I be think. more focused on the shenanigans. Yeah, because we can actually like specifically bring up examples. We can say, hey, would Batman keep going without, you know, his rogues gallery? Maybe because he's kind Does of like he a down dude. What's that? Does he keep, still get to keep the dinosaur? 100%. He gets to keep okay. his gallery. He oh, doesn't yeah. have his rogues, rogues gallery. I'm just checking because that dinosaur technically was not a villain in my opinion. That big penny. That big penny was such a villain. Yeah, that big penny was the worst. Um, but yeah, but like we'll talk, you know, <laughs> specifically about what they, you know, what they do and 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 what actually what makes it entertaining in that regard from a comic book standpoint. And so maybe we'll sprinkle in some movies because we always like to do that little tiny bits too. I mean, yeah, I'm gross. Sprinkling. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, that is about going to wrap it up for this week's episode of the Capeless Crusaders. My name is of course David Barry at Dr Barry on varying social media platforms. I'm joined. This week, by a ship of fools, a I'm crew still pirating. of... Is it a Starfleet? I'm trying to think of a way to say four and make it sound like crew and make it rhyme. Quad. Not at all. Crew. Anyway, whatever. I'm joined this week. Other way. Okay, gonna go this week. Thank you. Gonna go that way. <laughs> uh, the five main principles of conservatism. It's the Azorian one, Anthony and Steve. God, I'm just looking at all these spikes in the audio. <laughs> and I know all of them are conservatism. conservatism, conservatism. Uh, oh, fuck you, Ben Shapiro. To my left, we have... The Jane you need, but you never deserved. This is Amy. You can find me at iJaneURobot on the varying social media platforms. And if on occasion I don't answer, it's because I'm taking a nap. But over there, because he threw it round the other side of the table, we have. I was trying to find a quote and I couldn't find it. I'm really, <laughs> really disappointed in myself. I'm and sorry so that I let you all down. Would you like a Ben Shapiro quote? Would you like one of Ben Shapiro's quotes? No, if you say the word conservative <laughs> one more time. Right oh. wing. Oh. <laughs> And now that there. our song is done, we'll take a look. I hate <laughs> you all. <laughs> that makes him the villain. Oh, no. <laughs> I guess we figured out where to point the finger. I see myself become the villain. <laughs> <laughs> story. You yeah. harming anyway. yourself. Yeah, there's a good quote. Yeah. Hey, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Check us out at thecapelescrusaders.com. Check out our previous content, old episodes, blah, 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 so on and so forth. For the Capeless Crusaders... Two out of four petting animals right now. <laughs> Not me, sadly. <laughs> I got a kitty. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got a kitty. <laughs> yep, that's. Uh, oh, I'm still recording.